0: G'day there Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to another solo cast of the podcast where I have an episode all about how to not leave your customers with obvious questions. This might seem like an absolute no-brainer, but it floors me how often I see sellers doing this, just not answering people's questions before the sale. So I'm talking in this episode, why. why is that important? Why does it matter? How is it losing you money? And how can you fix it? It's not too tricky. It just means you need to think through everything that you're sharing. So I also have some news. Um, shout out to all my Thriver Circle members. We had a fantastic workshop uh, this month on how to craft your perfect thank you message. Um, I have talked about this on the podcast and on my blog I think a couple of years ago now, about how important and valuable it is to send a manual thank you message to your customers after they have bought from you. I won't go into details now, but uh, that workshop is now available in the Thriver Circle and so if you are a member and you missed it, please do go check it out. Everybody who uh, participated found it super, super valuable and next month I'm running another live workshop as I do every month in the circle and at this time the topic is product photography. So I'm going to be running a workshop on steps to improve your product photography. So if you're a member already, you can get access to that. When I do it, uh, if you're not already a member to get access to that workshop live workshop so you get interact interactivity time that's not really a word is it <laughs> interactive time with me as well as time during the workshop to actually do some work. Uh, that head on over to thrivercircle.com and you can sign up and become a member and get access to that and all future and all past workshops as well and you'll also get access to of course your year to thrive my year-long course for makers uh, also, Thrivers Circle members, uh, just a reminder that we are having weekly live chats at the moment, which have been going off. Uh, it's been really, really fun. So keep an eye on the events tab in the Facebook group for that, and uh, we'll be having those weekly chats for the foreseeable future. It's just a great opportunity for us to all touch base and, and support each other during these difficult times that we are all living in. I hope you're doing okay out there. I know we've all got... uh struggles and stresses some people more than others and uh i hope that you are doing okay all right are we ready let's get into this episode of the show this is by the way episode 227 of the create and thrive podcast this episode is also available as a video over on my youtube channel so if you'd like to check that out head on over to youtube.com forward slash jess van den to watch that right now Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010. And since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. So your job as a salesperson is to anticipate and answer any particular objections someone might have to purchasing your product so that usually comes in the form of a question that is not answered they might have a question about the size the shape the shipping time the shipping cost um you know will this color stay true? Or will it fade uh, will this fit this person or that person like there's a myriad of questions that your customer may have depending on what it is that you sell and i see so many people making the mistake of not answering customers questions whether that's through uh, not understanding that they have them or through sheer laziness whatever it might be is You know, you don't want to be that person. Don't be that salesperson who doesn't anticipate any objections or questions that the customers might have and answers doesn't answer them. You want to make sure, especially when you're selling online because you're not talking to the person, you can't naturally answer questions through a conversation. You want to make sure that in your product description, you are answering any any potential questions that they may have so that you reduce the barrier to purchase. Any question that you leave your customer with increases the barrier to purchase. It's something that they're unsure about and so it, it makes them hesitate and it makes them less likely to end up buying from you. Now, how do we do this? Well, obviously you want to make sure that your product descriptions are as detailed as possible, making sure that you have all of the potential features of your product listed out there for your customer. So size, shape, um, the use of your product, care instructions, all that sort of stuff. Make sure it's there and easy for them to access. The same thing goes for the benefits of your product. I see so many people with product descriptions that are all about the features and don't really talk about the benefits, like the why. Why would somebody want this thing? I don't want it because it's, um, you know, four inches by six inches (laughs) and the color blue necessarily. I want it because it fulfills some need in my life or it it fills some void in my life something I want something I need an emotion I want to feel so you've got to make sure that you're also talking about the benefits that the product is going to have what benefit will this product have to your customers life because at the end of the day we buy based on emotion at the you know we like to think we're logical and rational and we are maybe somewhat but at the end of the day we usually make a decision based on an emotional feeling of some description that's what really makes us click the buy button at the end of the day it's like yes this is a thing i wanted this is the thing i needed uh whether that's a logical want or need or not and a lot of consumer goods are not a logical want or need they're just something people feel like they need to have for whatever reason uh, so you've got to make sure that you're getting those those you know wants and needs across the things that your product might be fulfilling for people another thing you really need to have is a really detailed policy section you need to have clear policies about any potential objection a person might have to shipping lost mail customs charges um, You know, can they return it? If so, when? If so, all products or some products? Uh, Will you, you know, if it's a thing like I make rings, will I resize it? Is there a fee with that? There's so many different little nuances about your particular product. You've got to make sure that you answer all those questions in your policies. A good sign that you've done this over time is that when you do get questions from people, uh, you can basically just copy and paste from your your policies document or your description to answer those questions and that will happen uh, I'll come back to that in a minute <laughs> so the next section is your photos now your photos should convey everything you possibly can about that product uh, you want to show it from the front the back the top the bottom the inside the outside you know is there a way you take it apart put it back together again you know any, any potential variation or aspect of your product, you wanna make sure you're showing that in the photos. Does it change over time? Is, is there something people need to know about um, how it's used or how it's put together? So make sure that you're getting that across in your product photos and answering any potential questions like that. Like imagine you're trying to sell a bag and you show the front and the back and you show it being modeled and the person's like, yeah, but does it have a pocket inside for my phone? I don't know you haven't told me you haven't shown me you know so show them the inside answer that question this bag has a pocket for your phone it has a zippered pouch for your wallet it has a key hook you know whatever it might be all of those little things that you have in there make sure you know is it the same color inside is it a contrasting color like people care about that sort of stuff this is especially something they're going to be carrying around with them all and using all the time they want to make sure it does the thing that they want it to do and look the way and feel the way they want it to feel so make sure that your photos are reflecting all of those things. Now another thing you can do with your photos that a lot of people don't think to do is convey additional information and vital information so additional information might be things like show a photo of your packaging show a photo of you in your workspace in your studio especially when you sell handmade this is a really great way of immediately showing people oh this is handmade this is the person who's making my thing in the place where it's getting made like that's a nice thing and it's a nice connection so if you have those spare photo spots on Etsy that you're not using why not put that in there because remember most people um, who land on a product of yours whether it's on Etsy Amazon eBay your own shop wherever you're selling chances are they might not see your shop front so they might not even look at your about page or your policies or whatever you want to make sure that as much information as possible is on the product page to grab their attention and entice them to click the buy button. Another thing you can do on those photos is actually put text on the photo to convey vital information. Like maybe it's a dimensional uh, thing, or I'll give you an example of one of my products. I sell uh, oxidized sterling silver rings. Now it looks black in the photo, but that is a surface treatment and it wears off over time. And when I first started selling them, I didn't, I guess, explain this very well or people didn't see it. And so I got people who were like, hey, this is wearing off. What's that all about? So I actually now in my photos, I literally have a photo that shows the progression of that weathering over time and literally says, your 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 ring will weather over time and the surface treatment will come back to and it'll turn back into this color so if they're just flicking through the photos it's really obvious that that's what's going to happen and that solves a whole bunch of problems because they know what they're getting it's not a surprise and um, you answer that question up front so use that space to your advantage and make sure you're answering all those potential objections okay so Let's talk about the final issue here, which is when people don't read stuff, (laughs) it happens a lot. Uh, These days, especially everybody's shopping on their phones and they just like pull it up. Look through the photos. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Bye. And there might be a lot of really important information that they've missed that you've got in the description and your policies and stuff like that. At the end of the day, you can't really control that. You can't control someone else's behavior. The best thing you can do is have the information there so that if there's any issues down the line, you can refer that customer back to it and say, hey, As per my policies, or as I said in the description, here is the issue that you just raised with me. If you'd actually, well, don't don't say, don't say if you'd actually read the description. I know that's what you're thinking. That's what we're all thinking, but that's not very good customer service. Uh, But, you know, if it's there, you can um, allude to it potentially, or even copy paste it. So you don't have to type it out again. You can just grab it and put it in there and explain the situation so that's why putting as much information in the title and the photos and you know that first little bit of the description if possible is really good but for your peace of mind and for your protection as a business owner having all of this stuff in the policies and your description is a really great idea Um, and the same goes for people who just email you a question and this will happen a lot like um, I was just recently running a launch for my course setup shop which is a 30-day course that helps you to you know start from nothing and then by the end of it you've got a fully running shop and you know you've figured everything out it's a system you can go through and I had a couple of people email me asking me questions and the answers were literally in the email that I just sent them like black and white literally exactly what they've just asked me in the reply to the email was in the original email so that is a, you know that's just something that happens when you're in business people skim read they miss details uh, i've done it myself you know when i've asked a question i'm like oh yeah that was really obvious i'm sorry so you know don't Don't feel too upset about that or don't take it personally. It's just the way it is. We're all very busy. We're all living fast-paced lives and sometimes people will miss stuff. So if you want the sale, do your best to help them out and answer the question. If they've taken the, the time and effort to actually contact you about something, then they are really keen. They just want the question answered. So answer it. But, you know, it's a lot easier and it will save you a lot of drama in the long run if you have those answers already written there. Because if somebody does have a question, usually they'll go look a little bit deeper. They'll be like, oh, what about And then they read the description? Oh, hey, they've answered that question. Or I look in their policies. Oh, OK, well, that's their shipping returns policy. Great. That's answered my question. Now I feel like I'm confident to buy. So do the work. Um, I want to give you a quick example of where people don't do this international shipping if you are offering international shipping do not make the customer contact you to ask you for the price figure it out you're like you're making it really you're making the bar a lot higher for them to have to actually make that step whereas if you just figured it out literally put it into your software and that means when they click the button it just It's there and it's easy and it's ready to go. I know that's a little bit of work, but you've got to weigh up the risk benefit here of, yeah, I do that little bit of extra work once and potentially get the sale multiple times from multiple different people. Whereas if I never did that work, they might just read it and go, oh, that's too much effort and click away and find somebody else who has done the work to answer their question without them having to take that extra step to contact you. Remember, it's your job as a salesperson to answer any potential objections your customer will have about purchasing your product up front. Reduce the barrier to clicking the buy button, make it easy for them, answer their questions and not only will it make you know make it more likely that you'll get more sales it'll make people feel better about you because you'll look professional and competent and they'll know that you're serious about what you're doing and that you care and that you've done the work to make sure that you've made it as easy as possible for them to make the decision on whether to buy or to find something else. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your networks in Facebook groups, Uh, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me at Create and Thrive so I can say hey to you and say thank you for sharing the show with your audience. I love hearing from listeners and I love hearing what you're thinking about the show. With that in mind, if you haven't ever given a rating or review that would be absolutely amazing the best place to do that is apple podcasts if you listen there if not the second best is on the current and thrive facebook page so i would super duper appreciate a review and a rating <laughs> it really helps other people understand the value of the show and if they should invest their very special precious time into listening to me Nataron about handmade business uh, remember if you want to get access to next month's live workshop Uh, steps to improve your product photography all you need to do is head on over and become a member of my membership community for makers the thriver circle over at thrivercircle.com all right i will be back again next week with an interview with a wonderful maker who makes the most amazing paper art but you'll find out more about, about that next week i'll catch you then take care of yourselves and each other and bye for now